Welcome to Growing a Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing, my man? Very, very well. I have yourself, Padre. I cannot complain. You know, like I said, when we get this age, if we wake up in the morning, it's going to be a good day. That's right. <laughs> hey, did I tell you, uh, we got a, uh, some downloads from Australia on our podcast. That's, that's awesome. That that's is. It. That really, really is. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I mentioned this, but we also got one from the District of Columbia, which is Washington, D.C. You know? Yeah. I'm thinking it's the FBI. <laughs> Yeah, they probably saw Boomer. Yeah, they probably saw Boomer and they're thinking, hey, this is a bomb making site or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, I got to tell you, you know, I'm a baseball fanatic. Yeah, yeah. I saw a documentary on, and it's called, on Netflix called Facing Nolan Ryan. All oh, right? really? Oh, it was good. Even my wife liked it because it, it went along with his family life, as well oh. as baseball. And what it is to be married to a baseball player. And it was it was very, very good. Very good. I recommend it highly. It's called Facing Nolan Ryan. And Robin Ventura declined to be on the documentary. And he's Robin a guy. Ventura. Yeah, he's the guy that, that charged the mound. And Nolan oh. Ryan got him in a headlock and beat him to no end. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and you could tell, because if you've ever watched it, that Robin Ventura knows he's in a no-win situation. Yeah. He charged him out slow because he was probably hoping that the catcher would hold him back. (laughs) You could tell he didn't want to charge the mound because if he beats this, if he beats up Nolan Ryan, first of all, he's beating up a legend. Second, he's a 40 year old man. (laughs) What are you doing with a, you know, or when he gets there, if Nolan Ryan beats him, which he did, he's saying, this guy's old enough to be your dad. And he's beating you up. <laughs> and I love it. He gets him in that headlock. I swear I was, thought I was oh. watching the Three Stooges. All right. Oh, I know. Just, just I'm waiting for him. Yeah, I'm waiting for Hey, Mo! Mo! <laughs> hey, Mo! <laughs> you know, just boom, boom, boom. But it's a great documentary. I recommend it. Yeah, oh. I, I'll have to look at that. Oh, okay. Here, I got one other thing for you before we get into a podcast here. Uh-huh. This one cracked me up because you know I love reading. Uh-huh. Right? And I just love looking at uh, studies that are done. And this one was mm-hmm. from the Journal of American Medical Association. It was done mm-hmm. last February. And you know what the study was? No. Studies show there, it is beneficial effect of electric fans in extreme heat and humidity. Like Really? Yeah. Like I need an MBA to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, the space heater helps you get heated up during the winter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or did you know that the use of snowblowers decline in, in july <laughs> i'm going like who pays for these studies <laughs> i know <laughs> okay well let's get back to our podcast and this episode is about board games of the baby boomers now all right before we get started do you know how many board games are made a year unique board games no idea. Over 5, 
thousand a year. Really? Unique board games over five thousand a year are made. Unique meaning what? Different what? new stuff like that throughout the world. Oh wow! Throughout the world, wow. five thousand unique board games a year. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of board games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And do you know how old board games are? Jesus, that's got to go way back. <laughs> it goes way back. What was it like, uh, Sherman and Peabody? The Wayback Machine. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it goes all the way to 5,000 years ago when it was played by the Egyptians. Wow. Now, they don't know the rules of the game, but they believe it was called Senate. And you know, huh. yeah. And you know why they don't know the rules of the game? Why? Because they lost the box top. That's why. There you go. <laughs> Remember how the old ones they used to have them on the box, on the top of yeah. the box, and oh, used to yeah. be able to read them? Yeah. <laughs> but the first known board game, still knows the rules of the day, were invented by the Chinese about 200 B.C. Uh, Western uh, Europe uh, also played uh, a board game. And they don't know if this goes all the way back to uh, Roman times or whatever, but they believe it goes, they believe it is a, uh, uh, similar to chess, Ta'afi, and it uh, was done in about 400 BC. But the games that are still playing, right, that was created a long time ago, mm -hmm. Go, Chess, yeah. Backgammon, yeah. and Nine yeah. Men Morris. Oh, Nine Men Morris. Nine Men that. Morris. Yeah, that's kind of a game that they believe stems from the Roman Empire. Huh. Yeah, and so the uh, if you go back, uh, for instance, the, the, the game Go is a Korean game uh, made in two, 200 BC. Backgammon goes back to Iran about 600 AD. But what is the most popular children's game ever made? What would that be? Snakes and Ladders was made by India in the 16th century. But you know what? Since Americans don't like snakes, we called it Shoots and Ladders. <laughs> but snakes never, and I, I haven't even heard of either of them. You haven't heard of Shoots and Ladders? No. Oh, I used to play that with my kids all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, you it's kind of like a board game and you go around and if you hit this certain shoot, you go all the way back. And this oh, is originated, really? yeah, this is originated from Snakes and Ladders, <laughs> you know, from the 16th century India. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the first, the first commercial board game arrived in uh, 1800 and was produced by this gentleman by the name of George Fox in England. And it was called Mansions of Happiness. Really? It was kind of like a race game is all it was. The old, huh. Yeah, yeah. The old, and this was the oldest surviving board game company is Milton Bradley. Was, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, it was formed in 1860. Wow. You got it. And you know what? And according to board game market statistics, North America dominates the market when it comes to board games. And it's probably because of the pandemic. <laughs> Everybody's playing <laughs> yeah. board games. Either that or we're going to be looking for a big surge in uh, uh, birth rates. <laughs> <laughs> Americans uh, are the, and the Americans by far consume more board games globally, like 67%. And that really? Was, yeah, 67%. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go down the list, and you probably have some of these that you remember as well, as far as board right. games, and we're going to go okay. through the baby boomers starting in 1950. What was the most popular board game invented that, that year and became the most popular that year? First one is Candyland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, hated, I, I hated that one. What? <laughs> I hated the Candyland game. Why? It just was too weird. What you mean? You mean you didn't like the lollipop woods? Nah, and candy castle. <laughs> oh, 
Man, you probably didn't like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory either, huh? Uh, that was okay. I like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 1951. Okay, now, when, I, okay. when I'm giving you these games, these are games that were produced worldwide. All right, this is just not okay. North America. This is games that were produced worldwide. Gotcha. Uh, African Tahiti. Huh. Yep. All this was was a race around Africa in a quest to, uh, to get the Star of Africa diamond. Really? Yes, yeah, it says over cool. 4 million copies have been sold of this particular game. Huh. Get this. So it uh-huh. sells the most in Finland because that's where the game was invented. Now, Makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you ask me, it sounds like Jumanji. <laughs> Remember that Robin Williams or the new one with The Rock? I said, wait a minute, aren't they after the Star of Africa or whatever, something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here, how about this one? In 1952, the most popular game, Scrabble. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. The game was actually... Great game. Yeah. It is a great game, but not for me. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't spell cat with C-A as a lead. <laughs> uh, they wipe me out every time I, I play Scrabble. Oh, I uh, always loved it. Yeah. Oh, I, I am horrible. Horrible. But the game was actually <laughs> invented in 1938, but was introduced in 1952 thanks to the uh, the president of macy's at the time his name was uh, jack strohs and mm-hmm. he played it on vacation right somebody brought it, and he said this is it <laughs> he said this is the game he ended up pushing it out in 1952 and it became popular then huh. this one i think i even had this next one was done in 1953 peter pan a game? A game Peter. was Peter Pan. And of course, the, you know, you had to go Wendy and John and Michael, you know, the, uh, and mm-hmm. you had to follow and try to get them into Treasure Island. And I'll just a silly game. But the point uh. being is Disney never, never misses a beat. This came out the same year of Peter Pan. Oh, no okay. sense now. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, let's, let's ride this pony till it drops. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 1954 Traffic Jam. <laughs> nope. Okay. The only redeeming value of this one is that at least you're not in a real traffic jam in LA. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> it's had this one too. It's kind of like a strategy game, and you try to put up roadblocks, hoping that when you roll the dice, that you don't get caught by your own roadblock. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, that was probably a pretty good game. It was. It was. Uh, this one I've never heard of, but it was called Careers. Huh. And you have. You have to choose between fame, happiness, and money, or better yet, the combination of all three. (laughs) (laughs) You have to take occupation tracks and collect opportunity cards. Wow. Now, this one you'll remember, Yahtzee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, rumor has it on this one that a Canadian couple invented this game with their friends on a yacht. Really? The name, well, that's the rumor. You know, that's the uh, urban legend. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the urban legend. Hence the name Yahtzee. Wow. It was uh, sold by uh, ES Loan Company from 56 to uh, 73. Sold over 40 million sets. Then Hasbro bought them, and they estimated about 50 million sets have sold each year. Wow. Up this yeah, week. Hasbro Hasbro just took them over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you are so yeah. right. And this one you probably remember. 1957, The Game of Risk. Oh, yeah. That was a good game. I didn't write that one down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, me being a wimpy kid, I got wiped out all the time. Okay. (laughs) Global domination, forget it. I was one being dominated. (laughs) 
<laughs> and get this, they've made special edition versions of this. Huh. Like Neria, Star Wars Universe, and the Middle Earth. Oh, really? Yeah, it was interesting stuff. Huh. Uh, now this one, here's how about this one. 1958, I have never heard of it. And I, I mean, it became very popular, and it looks like it was a one-hit wonder. Why? By Milton Bradley. Why? why? Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> it was tried to, tried to go off the success of the Alfred Hitchcock Presents and the similar uh-huh. game called Clue, which was invented in 1947 and marketed in 1949. You know what the first name of Clue was? No. Murder. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and then we didn't go over real well. Yeah. And then they just this is back in England. And then they decided we're gonna do clue do. <laughs> that didn't work either. Became clue. First owned by uh, Parker Brothers, Hasbro ended up buying them. <laughs> the whole thing here was the players are as follows: Sergeant Monday, Dick Crazy, Charlie Calm, and Sherlock Bones. <laughs> and they try to capture ghosts. Like Daniel Boone, Pocahontas, Napoleon, Nero, Cleopatra, and Henry VIII. <laughs> what do they think? How long did that one last? Yeah, I guess, like I said, it was a one-year wonder. All right. oh. why, why would you play that one when you got Clue? <laughs> <laughs> Here's 1959. Big one. Okay. Diplomacy. And you, no. Yep. And you know what made this one so big? Hmm. This was a favorite game of John F. Kennedy and Henry Kissinger. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, it makes sense, huh? huh? Yeah. yeah. And then put this one. This one I think you had at one time. You, everybody's had this one, The Game of Life. Oh, yeah. That was a great game. If you're lucky enough, you'll get into Millionaire Acre. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you and me both, brother. <laughs> oh, how about this one? Stratego. You know, I remember that game, mm-hmm. but I just vaguely... It kind of reminded me of the Napoleonic Wars. In other words, you're trying to capture the opponent's flag. This is so big that there's an international Stratego Federation, and they play competitive Stratego every year. Wow. (laughs) Can you believe that? Uh, That's like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) How about this little... better to do, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm thinking like, you know what? I've got, I've got a lot more stuff that I have to do than, than do Stratego. <laughs> God bless them if you can do it. There's another one, Acquire. This one's about nah. making money by buying hotel chains and cashing in your stocks. Huh. Yeah, this one actually won some awards. I've never heard of it, but it actually won some award from Game Magazine Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. Well, that's because we haven't acquired anything. <laughs> true. Maybe if we played these games, we would have acquired something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this one? This one you'll know. Mousetrap. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you know what the problem with Mousetrap was? What? It took longer to build that thing than to actually play it. <laughs> yeah. And the trap kept coming down if you just shook the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah the thing and the trap uh, would come down and you had to rebuild it again. <laughs> Oh, and here's another one. This this is the one you like. Hands down. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You remember? That was before, a good game. Yeah. Before Hungry Hippos, there was Hands Down. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another one. This one I liked. I had this one. Trouble. 1965. Trouble. Yeah. And remember the iconic 
Pop-O-Matic. Pop-O-Matic. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a little thing in the middle that you pinned. Yeah, remember everything yeah, I used to have an O on it? And it popped up, yeah. Do you remember everything was with an O? Remember at no. one time it used to say something, O something? And oh, it was always I don't oh, oh, yeah. Oh I, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look some of those up. It'll crack you up. But this was the Pop-O-Matic. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> and 1966, are you ready for this one? Yes. Twister. Oh, yeah. That you know, was a great. I had that game. <laughs> that was a great game. You know what the nickname of that game was? No. Sex in a Box. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was a nickname. Unbelievable. Yeah. They initially wow. blasted that out as Sex in a Box. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. When they did that, it skyrocketed to popularity. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? 1967, a Ouija board. Oh, yeah. That, that was a creepy one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still selling today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when the movies come on. Yeah, that's right. Now, here you go. By Milton Bradley. Are you ready for this one? Break mm -hmm. the Ice. Yeah, you got me on that one. It, you had little figurines. like They looked like penguins. You'd tap little ice cubes out, phony ice cubes, oh, of course, okay, and you would tap okay. them out, and you didn't want the whole game board to collapse. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You remember Cootie and Don't Spill Cootie, the Beans? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to do all that. 1969. Are you ready for this one, buddy? Yeah. Ants in the Pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was so weird. If you remember, they do you do you watch uh, South Park? Yeah, yeah. They had an episode about that. Uh, Cartman, they really? Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Cartman freaked out after yeah. receiving it as a gift. <laughs> now we're into the seventies. Are you ready for this one, my man? Okay. Mystery date. Oh, you know, I remember the game, but mm -hmm. I don't remember anything about it. Well, probably because it's... Mystery date. Yes, yes, <laughs> that was it. Uh, it. Target market, of course, were young girls. Right. And their whole thing was uh, you could find the ultimate date with, with avoiding the dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to have the dude. You can find the ultimate date just by playing these cards. <laughs> <laughs> And this is so bad, mm -hmm. all right, is that you have it on The Simpsons, Mad Men had it, and in HBO, The Deuce. They're making fun really? of this game, yeah. <laughs> in 1971, big one, Stay Alive. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Vaguely, mm -hmm. vaguely. Well, that's only because it's getting more into your realm of when you were a young teenager. Yes. And I'm, I'm already graduated from high school. <laughs> <laughs> only a couple of years away from marriage <laughs> there you go <laughs> but that was uh staying alive was a big one yeah the other one 1972 boggle oh god that yeah i remember the, yes. the game but i don't remember anything about it yeah well, you know what though it couldn't make a run against scrabble and i will tell you this anything having to do with spelling i didn't play <laughs> end of story 1973 yeah. are you ready for this one Perfection. No. Nope. Yep. You and me both, buddy. I don't know what this one is. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it was more the ads, put the pieces in the slot, make the right selection. That was the, the ad. And I, don't ask me to sing it because, uh. you know, I'll make people's ears bleed. <laughs> I'm not going to sing the ad. Okay. But that was the, the, that was the jingle. Put the pieces in the slot, 
make the right selection. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this one is still popular today. 1974 Connect Four. I remember that game. Oh, I still play this one again. with my grandson, and he still beats me. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played with him when he was six years old, and he was beating me. <laughs> I'm like, how can this be? <laughs> All right. How about this one? 1975. Are you ready for this one? Yep. Payday. Payday? Payday. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like a behemoth Monopoly game. Yeah. That was big in 1975. Yes. All right, now this one, 1976, Who Sit? Yeah, Run that's that the name of it, Who Sit? Yeah. Who Sit? Yeah, you try to figure out your opponent's secret identity. So in other words, they have a card, and they have a secret identity, and you pull cards, and you ask questions, and if they say yes, and you keep asking until you figure out who's who. Wow. All right. <laughs> now this one, of course, this one's an old one. But this became the big game of 1977, Electric Battleship. Oh, yeah. That's, I, yeah, I guess the other one wouldn't have been, huh? That is correct. I played See, both I of them. I remember the electric one. That's all I remember. Yeah. Because I remember you, know, you used to have the travel battleship. You remember yeah. the, the little cases? Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, they were a great game. I love Battleship. Great game for parents. They could just kind of sit you in the back of the car and drive. Absolutely. You were so mm -hmm. right. This one, my kids used to play in the 80s, was invented in 1978, Simon. Is that Simon Says or something like no, that? Or, it is a, no, it is a disc that has to be about 12 inches round, and it has four different colors. Hmm. And then it, it does a sequence of colors, and then you're supposed to match it. Oh. And the more you match it, the faster and more lights come on. Oh, and you just like slap your hand on the, the right. So, in other longer. words, like say you, okay. let's say so, say like say for instance, it goes red, red, green, white, yellow. Then you have to yeah. hit, then you have to red, red, green, white, yellow, and then it does it again in a different sequence and faster. Yeah. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. And to finish off, baby boomer games. Guess who? I couldn't guess either. I remember the game. Mm -hmm. The sound or the you know because. All we did was watch those cartoons, and that's really they advertised the games. <laughs> and then one but, always uh, comes up, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other, you know, the figure you figure out the the uh, people's identity, and you ask questions, and so forth and so on. Same thing. Huh. Honorable mentions. Now that we're done with the baby boomer games, honorable mentions. Nineteen sixty-five Operation. How can we not mention that yes, one? Absolutely. Oh. That was a great game. Oh, I'll tell you what. If I was a doctor. I'd lose more patience than nobody business, you know. <laughs> You'd lose your oh, patience. Oh God, I couldn't get I couldn't get the funny bone out to save my life. <laughs> Nineteen eighty one, big time trivial pursuit, the big daddy of trivial games. Yeah, you know, love that game. Yep. My wife was awesome in this game because we used to get Newsweek and Time, and she would read them cover to cover. So she knew all of these trivia questions. Really? Oh, yeah. And me and the church group, we would play once a month. And I would make sure that she was on my team. All I was answering was a sports question. She was answering everything else. And wow. We, and we were always winning, right? So finally, they get a little upset and say, from now on, you have to answer all the questions. Right? When it was the, 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 the winning question, you have to answer all four questions on there. And she would do it. Huh. Not only would she do it, cotton she would give commentary <laughs> needless to say we stopped being invited 
Oh, yes. Tom Hayden. Oh, you know, they would ask about the, oh, Tom, and he says, who was married to Jane Bond? Oh, Tom Hayden. Oh, he was one of the Chicago Seven. And da 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 da. And finally, right, they. Game's, game's over. Yeah, yeah. We finally, we just stopped being invited, you know? <laughs> oh, how about this one? Pictionary. The only I reason picture, why I mentioned picture, that one is. I remember Pictionary. Yeah, Pictionary. Yeah, oh, that was a great one. Yeah, you see it on on, uh, on the TV shows every so often. That's the reason why it's honorable mention. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah. I'm a Jenga. Remember the stacks? You stack the uh, little uh, pieces of wood. Yes. You know. Yes. And, and then, then, yeah, you try to bring them out. Without. Yeah, no, yeah. No. And then what did they do? They made ones that look with four by fours. <laughs> so they yeah. can really get hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and this one, this one was very popular in 2003, A Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, and that's where they came up with what HBO series, which uh, premiered in 2011. Oh, so that wasn't mm -hmm. uh, brought on by that. No, no. Yeah, come on. Oh, okay. You know, all these TV programs are either from a comic book or from games. <laughs> That's probably which, true. which is fine because you know what that mm -hmm. means is that they have a established audience. Mm -hmm. How about this one? 2008, Pandemic. <laughs> Matter <laughs> of fact, in 2021, that was, I think, ranked number seven of the most popular games. Really? Yeah. And the, the whole idea is you work together because there's four different diseases that are spreading quickly and everybody <laughs> assumes the role of a character and they try to set their own, uh, you know, instructions to do their part in the mission. To, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was big. This one here. And the only reason why I mention it, it is because it is one of my grandson's favorite. Exploding kittens. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Exploding kittens. Uh, no, I don't think that would. Uh... <laughs> it's a great game. I love it. Uh, I well, really... you got it. You got to tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, what, well, it, what, you, what did it do? I mean, how... you, 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 it's almost like a card game, and, uh -huh. and your whole idea is okay. If you pull a, a card, and all of a sudden you have another card, you have to bail up to uh, say, okay, I threw this kitten at you. Well, there's another kitten that has more more cards, and you flip it, and you flip it uh -huh. over, and if you get the exploding kitten, you're out, unless you have cards that'll uh, disarm the exploding kitten. Okay. <laughs> so nothing really explodes. Then. No, 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 no. That's not like that's not like pie in the face. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That was that one was a weird one. Mm -hmm. The last thing we're going to do, Cotton, mm -hmm. is because you know we have to mention. The game of all games, Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Monopoly yep. was actually invented in 1904. Wow. Really? Yes, sir, but did not become popular or did not become a game till the 30s. Really? Oh, yeah. The I person, had no idea. We're back that far. Yeah. The person that in, invented it was a woman by the name of Elizabeth Maggie. And she, what she was doing was promoting the ideas of Henry George a journalist politician back in New York. The whole idea was that she wanted to show the evils of capitalism and monopolies. Mm. Yeah, that was the whole idea. Now, what ended up happening, this guy who was unemployed, his name was Charles Darwood, saw this game being played in the streets of Philadelphia, 
made his own, and he was selling it door-to-door during the Depression. Really? Yes, sir. The game was called Landlords. And so in 1935, Parker Brothers purchased the rights to the Landlord game and renamed it Monopoly. And it should be noted that before it became a Monopoly, the first name they, they floated was Finance. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they decided to Monopoly's much, much better. Wow. Paid this guy $500. The actual inventor of the game got zilch. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. Yeah. Get this. Monopoly has been used as a tool of political protest. There's been versions (laughs) of it to show about corporate corruption, environmental destruction, and gender inequality and economic injustice. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, Monopoly match, which lasted the longest, 70 days. Really? 70 days, a game, and this was back in Wales back in 1981, and the only reason why they broke it up was because one guy had to go to work. Really? Yeah. 70 days. There is special editions of this game, just a ton of them that they make. (laughs) This one's interesting. They have a cheater's edition of Monopoly. (laughs) Really? Yeah. You know, in the cheater's edition, there's special rules that allows players to cheat without getting caught. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Get that players can sneak extra money into the bank or steal properties from other players. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I've never heard of that. Yeah, there's, there, they have new ways of getting out of jail, and players collude together to fix the game in their favor. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You, are you ready for the different versions? Okay. Okay, this is just a few that cracked me up. Astronomy Edition. That was a, a game? Yeah, a Monopoly game. This is oh. a version of Monopoly. Oh, really? Centennial Olympic Games Edition. Huh. Millennial Edition. This one, I'm surprised you don't own. The Corvette Edition. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the NASCAR Official Collector's Edition. Wow. World War II Special Edition. Now, how do you play that? <laughs> what, like you, you blow up the Germans' houses or what? and your favorite batman and robin collector's edition oh there you go (laughs) believe you me there's a lot more than that but that i just thought i'd pick a few of those out to say but we cannot end the episode without talking about monopoly even though it was not a baby boomer thing right i will say this no one plays monopoly with me no one really Yes. Are you a bit of a bad sport, maybe? Oh, no. No, no, no. Because I win. Because you win. And every time I do, they say, you might have won, but you have no friends. (laughs) (laughs) I just get my buy. You know, it's kind of like when I used to be a buyer for our old company. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I know I love you. You're part of the family, but you owe me rent. (laughs) cough it up cough it up (laughs) so i want to buy this i want to buy this because you know you can buy properties i want to can i buy that property for me from you and i say you sure can but don't embarrass me i want big money (laughs) 
Okay, well, Cotton, I think, man, we got to bring this one to a close, buddy. Okay. All right. All right, my man. Well, you have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too. All right. You too, Padre. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this quote. If you're not prepared to lose every friend you ever had over a board game, you're not playing hard enough. Until next time, may God bless. Thank you.